0: Hey, Michelle Sparks picking up with you again from the last episode where I was talking about why I differentiate between anorexia and other eating disorders. And I was actually um, just sharing the experience of that being in an anorexia restrictive mode. What is that like? It is very different, I believe, and it presents differently to other eating disorders where a person is binging and losing control. Anorexia restrictive subtype not like that it presents differently a person who is struggling with that is often not open to receiving help because they think they are actually in control and managing you know they're often not able to articulate why they're doing what they're doing you know just eating less but they'll they'll be in denial about their problem because they don't see it as a problem you do the person on the outside definitely sees it as a problem because you see your loved one uh just progressively wasting away in front of you, eating less, perhaps exercising more, and you don't know how to stop this, and you can't really get through to that person because they don't see that they have a problem. I do think my book, "Eliminating Anorexia, is very helpful in illuminating what is going on inside someone's heart and mind and behavior, what is going on through that space. I highly recommend it. And, um, you know, if I may say so, Kirsty Greenwood, who was at the time the uh, Executive Officer of the Eating Disorder Foundation of Victoria, she now works for the Butterfly Foundation, she said, you know, this really should be essential reading for anyone, parents, partners, people treating uh, these these problems, because it really provides such an illumination and insight into this journey. Um, But also, the she was a little bit concerned that, you know, there was a, at that stage, I had some, I had included some numbers in the book, not because I wanted to be the skinniest anorectic or the most chaotic person with um, bulimia, but because I traveled over such a long period through that, and the weights changed, and so much, and was so influential on my self-concept that I felt that I would be doing my reader a disservice to omit the numbers completely. I, I, didn't see, I couldn't see how I could ground the story in reality when it covered such a long period of time without including some. However, I've removed those numbers completely, um, so that it is able to be read by anyone. That the numbers are not there, it will not be triggering in that fashion. Um, and I think the chapters up to and including when I go into hospital are very helpful for a parent uh, or person who is has someone who's in that anorectic space. And I know, look, I've had people who have been recovering from anorexia, wanting to recover. They've read it and found it really helpful and illuminating and enlightening. And they have really felt someone has been able to articulate their struggle. And that's one of the reasons I wrote so fully what it was like to be in that space. Because um, even if your loved one has a different experience, being able to find some language to talk to you about their experience, whether you are a professional carer or a personal carer, mum and dad, uh, friend it really is helpful. I had another girl in the States saying that um, she she would read, her friend who was anorectic would read chapters with her and they would go over it and she would find it really helpful to go back to and think about as she was struggling to recover from her own experience of anorexia. So I'm just putting that out there because, you know, the idea here is to provide you with resources that can help you or your loved one as you journey through and out of this eating disorder space. Okay so picking up from the last episode I just wanted to say also that you know I really do believe a whole person approach is so important to helping someone with anorexia and the reason I'm saying that is because I was talking to someone on the weekend and she's a physio like myself and she has two nieces um, by different you know, one's a brother and one's a brother-in-law, but they have daughters, both who have struggled with anorexia. One was just showing signs of going down the vegetarian path, and the mother had been anorectic herself and was able to pick up the fact that this was not probably helpful, and she actually helped her daughter go see a dietitian on the premise that she wanted to make sure her daughter was getting enough calcium, etc. And through that experience, she was able to work with a dietitian and eventually a psychologist and, and not go further down the restrictive path. Now, I don't know because I was only speaking to the aunt, not the actual um, person, the daughter or the mother in that situation. But I don't know if she is still feeling that she is living with an, uh, an element of restriction a lack of freedom and you know I have just recently created the 4x4 Freedom Express because you know I have a real heart for people to not just you know manage disordered eating or that small confined place of bondage that represents you know that continual uh, being overshadowed by thoughts of food and weight and control body that's not a place of freedom That's not a place of, you know, there's more life for you if you are struggling in that area. If you are, come onto my website, have a look at the Freedom Express. I am currently looking for a handful of people to just um, launch that with and there's a special offer for that handful of people to really just come on board the 4x4 Freedom Express and to have a particularly unique and Uh, wonderful experience where I will help you get off the eating disorder treadmill and take your own journey into freedom towards freedom into freedom land bondage is a small tight place freedom is a broad open field and you know this course this online program will help you move into freedom land but you know your journey into the ever-increasing land of freedom will be ongoing and it will be wonderful it will be an ongoing wonderful journey but you can we can measure your uh, process in getting off the eating disorder treadmill we can measure that that's a process that we can identify and measure and i can help you do that i can help you get off the eating disorder treadmill and start moving into freedom land. And if you would like to know more about that wherever you are on the eating disorder path, um, as long as you recognize that you need help, (laughs) you are in a good place to work with me or for me to work with you and help you get free. It would be my pleasure to do that. Okay, I'm going to come back because I want to keep these episodes short. I'll come back in just a moment.